You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. further on into the chapter a potential problem with possessions possessions are similar to achievements it has been shown that happiness derived from possessions is short-lived some people think they would be happy forever if they won the lottery after a period of adjustment it has been found that the lottery winners go back to their previous levels of happiness that's on page 298 would a large windfall of money change your daily disposition i'd be very happy for a large windfall of money um very 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 happy but in terms uh, yeah. of how you are on a day-to-day basis now would it change how you are like your daily day disposition does this does, what as in what i do on a day-to-day it's how you are just like in general um like would you say you're a angry person a happy happy go lucky person would you say you're a calm person like what's your daily kind of state would you say good question <laughs> Money would help. A lot of money would help. How can I, would it change my day to day? It would, I think it might move me into a different, into a different kind of category, the categories you names. I think I'd definitely be more, I'd feel more free anyway to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I'd definitely feel that way. Whether, and maybe it'll make me more, I I don't know if it'll make me more happy. I think it would, but I don't know that. Because I've always, one of the things I've always said is, um, yeah, having access to money is almost having access to freedom. Yes, and so because of that, and I feel like sometimes when I go away, go abroad, part of that is almost that escapism, that sense of freedom, that sense of not that I'm running away, but definitely that sense of I can do what I want on my own time and just go. Like, and I, that's one thing I yearn for. Do you get what I'm saying? Rather yeah. than mundaneness, rather Coming than the system. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the mundane, my day to days are mundane. Mm. Yeah. What about you, P? Have you finished? Sorry. <clears throat> no, yeah. no, no. Oh, sorry. To, um, yeah. Um, no, I was writing one or two notes. Um, I have a couple of questions. I want to answer your question, though. Um, but as to yourself, I was thinking, what do you actually want to do with that money? Because I often ask this question of, yeah, my friends, really, actually, yeah. those around me as to what is it they want to do with the money? Because I believe, or I don't really ask enough questions, but I think people are earning at least a third, potentially even double what I'm earning. But I feel I'm personally chasing things whereas other people are potentially chasing more money if that makes any sense but Mm. i don't know if that's actually what they want if that makes any sense and i guess what i'm saying is where does it end you want more money but to do what yeah does that make sense some people just love they just love the the hustle or love the chase of 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 money i suppose i don't know but going back to the question yeah i'm gonna answer the question but i was sorry a little bit specific okay, to his mates. Okay. i guess what is it you want to do with that money that more money is going to change you. what you're yeah. doing just the sense that i think well growing up one of the things was a lack or arguments conflicts in my house was due to a lack of money and i think it's just that safety net just that like i won't be out on the street almost if that makes sense i won't be yeah that kind of safety net that I'm not going to have financial, just that financial, just the, the fear of having financial worries. That, that worries me. I definitely want to ask you a question. I don't want to divert. So I've got another question yeah, go yeah. in that. I had the same conversation with someone else as well, a girl. And I guess 
I understand her reasons for asking some of these questions or having some of these thoughts. But I guess as to where I feel comfortable, and I guess maybe from some of our backgrounds in being either first generation, et cetera, et cetera, is that I come to the realization quite early. No, no, that's, that's a lie. Not early, but certainly over the past few years, if I ended up being broke, not having a job, I'm not going to be homeless. And I guess that's what's made me really comfortable in chasing some of the things that I do. You said that before, but can you reiterate <clears throat> what the reasons are why you say that you wouldn't be homeless? Um, because, okay, let's let's look at the pandemic. And I hope I answered the question in doing so. So I had a place in, I was like trying to transition to Barcelona. So I had a place in Barcelona and I was kind of staying at my mum's whilst I was doing so. The pandemic happened. Everyone knows obviously what happened with that. I had to stay at home. In my and That is probably considered arguably one of the worst situations you can ever be in. I was not homeless. I'm very comfortable knowing. I guess I've stripped down so many things as to what's the worst can happen. And I know even in the worst situation, I can't be homeless. Well, in terms of you've always got someone, a place to stay. I can't, it's just impossible. So when I when I strip those things down, I always ask myself, like, so what's stopping me from going after what I really, really want? So I guess, not my question to Mason, but I guess when I when I look at friends or I'm having this conversation as to, oh, you know what, if I had a da-da-da, I think so, so what are you going to do with that money that's going to, on top of your, your 100 grand in your bank, or I'm not saying people are 100 grand, but on top of the money you already have, what is that money going to do? Because I have, I don't want to say I have next to nothing, but I am literally um, moving heaven and earth to make sure I get certain things done, if that makes any sense. And some people I know go, you know what, you, I like, I love what you're doing, you know, blah, 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 blah. I wish I, I think, I wish what? You, I'm quite sure you have more money than me. I go, I go about my day or my week on a part, almost like a, I try to on a part-time basis where I work and then I try to use my time effectively to get the things I want done. Mm-hmm. I don't want to move away from your question. So I guess what I often look at people, I go to myself, so what is more money going to do for you at this point? If I feel, forget what I feel, but you're not going to find yourself in a place where you're homeless if, you're making, if that makes any sense. And in my time in Barcelona, I was really seeing homeless people if that makes any sense. And that's why I kind of have an affinity or some form of a bond or I, you know what I mean, with homeless people. Always buying them food, always buying them meals. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I guess what's the what's the worst that can happen? I often think that. I mean, you're both not living at home. If I if I was, obviously I'm currently staying at home, I intend, forget, I ain't got to explain to nothing. But anyway, if I was living out and landlord kicked me out, so what? I'll, I'll go here. I literally got a list of people who I'm going to. I'm not scared to ask someone for money mm. or to stay with them. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But to answer your question, um, you were saying, what would more money do for me? Correct? Would it change your daily disposition? Like your daily state? <clears throat> I think it would make me, very similar to Mason, actually. I think it would make me feel more comfortable knowing that I've got a safety net to 100, even more so, push the envelope as to some of the things I want to do. Um, and I'd probably use it to take more time to look at some of the details because for me, details have become really important to me. You know what I mean? As to anyway, details have become really important to me. So, um, it allowed me to just maybe focus maybe a little bit more on some of the things that I am pursuing. Um, I do think about um, what money would do to me actually because, um, I don't want to say I think about money often, but I think you know, if I had this, I'd be able to do that. Mm. Um, I hope it wouldn't change me, but. Yeah, I hope it wouldn't change me. Yeah. Yeah, I think about often as to how it could change you because with a lot of money, some people need help, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, but I don't think it'll change my personality or like it wouldn't anyway. Well, I like to believe it wouldn't. Cool. And yourself, just briefly? Um, I don't think it would. It would alleviate, I guess, similar to yourselves, it would alleviate, I guess, financial stress. Not that I'm stressed about money per se, but there are times that you think about money, if I, if I had more money, I could do this, if I had more money, I could be more free, as you just mentioned, in terms of whether it's going away, whether it's um, helping out people mm. and things of that nature. But my daily disposition is quite um, in the middle of the road kind of thing. So I've, I've been on my face before, so I know what that feels like. I've had money before, so I know what that feels like. So I'm at a point where, yes, a, a large windfall would obviously help my life, but my daily disposition or my daily state wouldn't change that much. I'd still, I'd still be calm. I'd still be mm. like, cool, I've got money in the bank now, cool. If I didn't, it'd be like, all right, cool, I just need to hustle harder and go harder. So, yeah, I don't think it would change, yeah, my daily disposition. I guess... Um I'd be able to solve more problems. Mm. <clears throat> and I say that because like, I guess even with, with things such as this book, um, yeah, with things such as this book, and it's funny because we haven't really spoke about this book in a while. Mm. I, I think I've, I'd learned to organise myself in my time a little bit prior to that, but certainly I understand my, the way my mind works, obviously maybe a little bit more. And in this fourth quarter from, I think it's October to Christmas, I know I'm fitting squares into circles. But I already know in my mind that I already know in my mind that I've told myself get the small things out of the way because the massive things they have to happen and I'll make that happen by hook or crook if that makes any sense. Um, I was going somewhere with this anyway, but like, um, yeah, it will just make life life a little bit more easier if that makes any sense. But I'm oh, sorry, no. As to the book, I know how to problem solve. You know what I mean? I think I don't want to um, baby people, but I think we're now at the point where we're adults and. We know how to solve problems unless you've allowed your mind to um, be clouded by judgment. Do you think everyone knows how to solve problems? No, no. I I would like to believe. Let me show you. I like to believe mm. at at where we are as adults. I'm going to say you're 36 because not everybody, but at 36. Oh, go on. No, I was going to say when you when you when you say problems, what do you mean? Because we were just talking about a couple scenarios just off mic a moment ago. And that particular person the same age as us, but their problems are not being resolved at the moment in terms of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So <coughs> everyone can have different problems, but whether you... Because, like, all right, cool. So in, in the business world, that same particular problem could probably solve a whole load of questions or a whole load of problems. But in personal life, this same person is doing, like, as you, as you pointed out, like, things that you would have been doing when you were 16 and 18. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what, yeah? I want to answer that question. You know, in fact, I was going to not cut him up, but I wanted him to finish because there was actually one or two things I wanted to say. Um, but I allowed him to finish the story. Um, I really believe, and I really believe people know what they want. Mm. I just find that, like, so that might be a very naive and ignorant thing to say, but you're not going to tell me, all right? And I'm going to assume, just say this person's 36 because this person's an adult. You're not telling me at 30, a child knows he wants a sweet at five. You're not telling me at 36 you don't know what you want. 
I just find it very hard to believe. And maybe because I'm quite sure, I'm very sure of myself as to what I want. But that's you though, that's you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. But the example I gave, the kid comes in here that, see those? He goes, those, um, I forget what they're called now. I want those. And I'm going to let you know I want those because I'm going to cry. But I don't, I don't think it's helpful to, to put an age on when <clears throat> someone should be able to solve a problem or not. Like if you, if you don't have the mental maturity <clears throat> to solve particular problems in your life, that doesn't mean that um, you're right. You're 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 doing wrong because you don't know what trauma they may have had when they was a youth. So Correct. As I was saying, the point before was in the business world, you can be high flying. You can do. You can solve all the math, mathematical equations. You can look at a project and be like, okay, this is the problem there. That's the problem. But in your personal life, you don't. You still don't. You don't know because you still got attachment traumas that you're dealing with. So at thirty six, you can still have problems. I think you're right. I think I guess what I'm saying is you know what you want. And so now you're, you're right, mm-hmm. but I'm saying I think yeah, no, that's you're right. So I'm so I'm a little bit wrong, but I find it very hard to believe that people don't know what they want. And of course we're all different, we're all individuals and some people um I don't know, some people have been able to navigate through that. Mm. Um but I still think everybody knows what they want in some respect. And um, I was going to add to it, but I just completely forgot what I was going to say. I think I, I guess I guess people may know what they want, just not knowing how to go about getting it. So that was it. Problem solve. No one knows how. Not everybody knows how to problem solve. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, not everyone does. I think even up until seventies, eighties, I still get people that are not problem solving. And so, just because you're a certain age doesn't mean you you become wise. Like, yes, it helps. It can help in general, but there's older people than than what we are that I could school them on certain things and I've been on the earth a lot less than them, but I'm, some would say I'm more, I'm more wise than them. That's just through experiences and what you experience in life, do you know what I'm saying? And how you take from it. Um, oh God, I'm, so much things running through my mind. Um, so I was going to tell you, you might have to tell me to push on. No, no, but, um, you said something. I think where I was going to lead with is, um, come on. Um, so and I hate when I forget something. Um, it was there. So what were you saying just very briefly as to, um, you were talking about experiences and stuff like that. No. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Sorry, I, I'm going to say this. I don't want to come across arrogant at all. So I'm not even talking about in the room. I'm talking to those who are listening. Because mm. um, I'm sure everyone's been through traumas and things, X, Y, Z, so on and so forth. I've, now I've said this in probably this season as well. I've been through too much for it not to be teachable. It's just not happening no more. I'm not going through... Everyone goes through pain at every single stage of life. There's no way I'm going through something at this moment now and not having the know-how to navigate or circumnavigate through that situation. We broke down, well, for, do you know what I mean, not long ago. <laughs> not long ago. Yeah. So in my mind, like, in my mind, I was like, do you know what, actually, see, we we're talking about, funny enough, in a couple episode, episodes, no, we're listening to it. We're talking about... Um, Oh, what you say? What was I saying? I was talking about. I heard you say it, Mason. As to, uh, I bought a train ticket. I bought the insurance, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah, as I was walking oh, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, it just caught in the back of my mind. I was thinking to myself. I was thinking, I've been here before. I know what to do. But you know what? Usually, I'm on the other side of town or near home when these things happen. And I usually I go, but I go hang a lane to do this, that, and the third. Mm. But I hadn't put things in place as to having the contact number there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So for a minute or two, I was a little bit confused. I was cool. But just confused. I was thinking, why don't I know this, that, and the third, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. But um, you're kind of moving away from that. I just feel at this point, at this point in my life, um, 
I feel the ability to problem solve is what's going to get me from point A to point B in terms of being very, very happy. Because we're all going to come across times where they're very, very difficult. Um, And if you're able to problem solve or certainly rationalize some of the things that you go through and break them down, I think you'll be cool. I honestly do. Yeah, so I was one or two other bits and pieces I was going to say, but I just didn't want to go down at this moment in time. Maybe there might be another question where you... Cool. All right, we'll, we'll move on slightly and talk about happiness. So happiness about your self-image is unlikely to be stable if you base it on the chimps on the chimps' opinions of what matters and very likely to lead you into emotional turmoil on a regular basis. A true self-image will be based on how much you are living out your your values, and that's on page 305. In regards to happiness, um, just random, uh, if you're about in Houston, I probably shouldn't say the name, but there's an exhibition there. Um, it's on happiness. It's, it's uh, literally across the road from Houston Station, so check it out. It's quite a good exhibition. Houston or Houston? Houston, like is in E-U-S-T-O-N. Houston, okay. yeah. Houston. Houston. Was so I was going to say Houston. Houston. Yeah. If yeah, you're in Houston, Texas, no, 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 no. Houston. Your talk is very good. <laughs> no, no, Houston in London. But yeah, no, there's a um, happiness exhibition on there at the moment. So check it out. It's quite good. I may do actually. Cool. Yeah, I may actually go check it out. So the happiness approach. Learning to have a realistic but positive approach to life is a learnt behaviour. Mm. Whenever a situation occurs where things are not going to plan, Try to develop the habit of looking for solutions rather than dwelling on problems. Mm. This is an autopilot that is very useful to get into your computer. It's on page 307. The thoughts in your head and the approach you take to life are your choice. Mm -hmm. You can choose how much a situation bothers you. Do you find it cathartic to brood in a state of unhappiness? So as I say, you may want to talk into the mic. That's the reason why I have the problem. What part part should I start? Yeah, I know you don't have to repeat it. Okay, do you find it cathartic to brood in a state of unhappiness? So I was thinking about the mic. Cool. Do you want me to ask the question again? No, we got it. No, but I wasn't listening to the question. Oh, okay. Do you find it cathartic to brood in a state of unhappiness? What's brood? What does brood mean? Like to, I guess, uh, like mull around, kind of. Yeah. That's you answer the question, maybe I'm still confused because I don't understand the word brood. Something if you answer the question, maybe I'll get I'll get there. To stay in, to 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 walk around in, not even necessarily walk around in, but if you're it's, if you're if you're pissed off, it's yeah. like oh, I'm gonna stay pissed off. I'm just gonna stay within it's, this this yeah. mood. It's no, it's not. It's out of. It's not. Um. It's not something I actively try and do, and it's not. It's I don't think it's a good thing as well to just keep dwelling and keep. Mm keep dwelling on the situation but funny you should say this because and the thing that sprung to my mind straight away was i play football on every wednesday yeah and and i i just when i play football especially i just it doesn't matter the matter i want to win yeah we lost 12-2 last wednesday yeah wow yeah we got we got moved to, we got moved to last week yeah and i was so like afterwards i did i walked off i didn't say bye to anyone yeah like i was and i say bye win or lose or draw i say bye to everyone but so i was so pissed off i walked off Started open the car, put myself in the car. Actually, started the engine. I was so pissed off, but I, I've got to the point at my age. I'm sure you guys have. I know when I'm angry. It's not like you know before you just you go you, your head fills with rage mm. and you don't even know where you are. You just know you're mad angry. But I knew I was reacting this way because I was angry, and in my head I knew I was doing the wrong thing 
because I was angry, but I was finding it hard. I didn't know. My problem at that point was I didn't know how to cut or bring myself down to a level whereby I could approach the guys because obviously some members of my football team I was angry with, angry with myself, but angry with them as well, thinking you haven't done this, you haven't put in a shift today, whatever. I didn't know how to bring myself down to a level to be able to communicate. I didn't think I'd be able to bring myself down to a level to be able to communicate with them rationally without raging up, basically, or get it getting heated. Which, But then I was like, I was trying my best. I was just like, look, you know you're angry. Just like, you know you're angry. Just try and like, I ended up getting out the car and going to speak to two people. I ended up, I closed the car down. I oh, okay. spoke to them. And I just tried to think and speak logic. I was still angry, but I was trying to think and speak logic. And I always, you know what happens. You Because we've been there and done that. You know, time's here there and something else comes up in a few hours and it's all gone all the next day. But at that given moment, you just can't. I don't, it's, it's hard to let the rage subside. It's like, it's very difficult. Even at this age, it's hard to let the rage subside. And it's like, you just got to let it pass. I'm, but one thing, I won't dwell on it. There's mm. no way I'll dwell on it, but it's hard to just, you like you have to wait for it to go. It's like when you've got a cold, you have to wait for it to go through your system. Yeah. It's like that. You just like, you have to, I anyway, have to wait for it to go through my system. Whether that's a distraction, something distracting me in an hour or half an hour, five minutes later, or whether it's just letting the time pass or, and over time it just fades away. I don't know in it, but I don't dwell well, I'm pretty sure I don't dwell in the moment or actively or purposely dwell on that moment, wake up the next day thinking, fucking hell, that man putting a shit shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not actively staying in that moment and holding onto it. Don't go, I want to feel this. Nah, that's not me. But I feel like when it's there, you just got to accept it and just try your best to realise you've been here before and it will pass and don't do anything too rash in that situation you're in at that particular time or place, mm. time or moment. That's that. Yeah, that's it. That's the way I deal with it anyway. I just try and remember, this won't last forever. Don't go and say or do anything stupid now and regret it. Um, I understand. <clears throat> no, I definitely do. Um, I have very similar thoughts to what Mason said mm. as to definitely don't see nothing rash or definitely don't see nothing rash, but I'm, I, I don't know where this has come from because I'm not, I don't think I'm definitely not rude, but I'm now at a point where I feel if you're going to say something rude, or you, if you want to say something say rude, just just go ahead and say it. You know what I mean? Because at least you said it. Or yourself, or someone else. Um, myself, but just dis- disrespect. Being disrespectful is definitely not something that I um I pride myself on or do in any way, shape, or form. But I do feel if you something you want to say, then definitely do say it. Try not to hold on to things. But on the subject of not holding on to things, I understand. Obviously, whether you're upset with with something, it's not going to last and. I don't want to say if something comes up, but like within, I don't say half an hour, but like time's a healer. The following day that's gone, you know, or within a couple of hours, whatever you're upset about is gone or certainly in the back of your mind. And you kind of begin to rationalize those thoughts, you know what I mean? And you come up with some, some logic as to how you need to, I guess, deal with it. You know what yeah. I mean? You see people in everyday society that are really holding on to something. They're like, I've got, I've got a neighbor beneath me who's just, she sees my girlfriend in the hallway and just don't speak to her. She's just, she's just holding on. But it's something to do with her, if that makes sense. Like she's holding on to something. But it's cathartic for her to be unhappy about it. It's said again. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah that's it's, a, that's yeah. a state that she likes to be in. It I makes her so. feel good that she's angry. Almost. She saw me the other day. I parked out. This woman lives directly beneath me. She saw me the other day. I parked out. She just kept her head real tunnel vision. I was like, you know who I am. You know you see me. I'm above you. Like if I heard a man kicking off your door and trying to burger your yard, I'm coming. Mm. I'm flying down there. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So why are you got to behave? Whereas a woman that lives 
like two floors down. Me and her, she, 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 she me and her chat. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Man ain't done nothing to you. So, or sorry, for, as I sorry, I said take that back. It's not. It's you. I I've been there now long enough to know it's just her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something or things have gone on or happened that she probably can't let go on. It just spilled over to every facet of her life. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Someone who's just up, like just going through the motions of well, this is life now for me. Like this is how I am, and that's it. Not looking for any degree of, you know, happiness, boy. Well, that might be her happiness. Is the unhappiness? <laughs> so swallow, boy. Wellow, not swallow. Wellow in it, boy. I think. Imagine being unhappy, flipping now, or wanting to be unhappy. Yeah, wanting to be. That's the thing. Mm. Imagine wanting to be. That is long. That is long. Yeah. I had someone in my car the other day. Mm. I someone said to just shut up, man. <laughs> like seriously, she was moaning. Moaning, moaning. And when people come in like moaning and you know what she said? She said like one of her friend's boyfriends was ugly and she just kept on going what? on and on. Why did she say that though? They were, they were at a party and they were talking about um, how this girl met her now boyfriend okay. and like, I don't know how she's with him. Like he is ugly. Like just went on and on and on and was moaning about she's this. She's unhappy that. with her life though. Oh, she was miserable. I just wanted to say, just get out of mate, Cause you're killing my <laughs> vibe. And honestly, just bringing that awful energy into the car. Mm. Um, but yeah, humans are like that, man. Humans are remarkable and also stupid people like beings. You know what I mean? So mm. nothing surprises me. I hear that for real. One approach to life that is guaranteed to help you be happy is to learn to laugh at yourself and keep a sense of humour. That's on page page three hundred seven. That's something I do. I love I love laughing. Like I watch a video on YouTube and laugh every day, guaranteed. Unless I'm not using like no tech or something like that. But no, nah, like even the other day when you got last came over to mine and we was watching um the Chappelle show. Well, the Chappelle stand up, should I say? Like that for me is um. Yeah, it's laughing for me is just like it, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's medicine, man. It's, I, I feel, I don't know how you guys feel, but mm. I feel like it's a laugh a lot more. To go back 18, 20 years. A lot, hell of a lot more. A hell of a lot more. Life got serious yeah. quickly. <laughs> no, I just feel like, I, I just remember, like, I, just, I don't know. I just, I just, I just, Life got serious quickly. I just remember there's always. Try, I think it was yeah. more organic laughter, whereas now yeah. I have to probably. Look for the laughter. Schedule it, man. Yeah, I got. I got to look for the laughter. Like whether it's I watch a stand up or I watch certain things on YouTube or whatever, whatnot. But whereas before, you're around the people, your people, them. So you're just bussing up all day. You're yeah. in school. It's just a bare joke, innit? It's just a bare joke. You're in college or whatever, whatnot. And yeah. you're around your people a lot more, so mm. you're gonna have more natural, organic laughter. Whereas mm. now. You're on a daily grind. So what's there to laugh about when you're on the grind? Scary, man. Listen, you put things on your watch later list for YouTube knowing that at nine, between nine and ten is when you're going to laugh. Now, people, <laughs> now, 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 now you've got the, the metaverse and people now want to do like augmented reality or virtual reality to escape reality. It's madness, mate. Oh, shit, <laughs> That's bro. a whole next topic. I still. know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So battle versus lifestyle. Try not to see battles in all you do, but see lifestyles instead. To believe that being happy is something you have to battle to be, instead of relaxing and seeing being happy is normal for you. The gremlin is a belief that happiness is a battle, 
The autopilot is that happiness is a lifestyle. That's on page 311. Do you find life can be a daily battle? I think it definitely is, but I mean, <clears throat> pick your battles is one thing. Yeah. Um, schedule a de- schedule your day. I think once you do those type, of, I mean, this is what I find anyway, mm. and it's and it's amazing because once upon a time, if you said this to maybe, I'll use myself as an example. If you said this to 17, 18 year old Andrew as to schedule a day, schedule your day, write things down, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I'm not too sure see how I responded to that. Mm. Whereas now. I don't know how I would survive if I didn't write things down as to scheduling my day and stuff like that. Um, so, sorry, what was the question? Life, um, life, do you find life is a daily battle? So, yeah, it is a battle. But, I mean, pick your pick your poison. Pick your battles, you know what I'm saying? If you write things down, life will be easy. If you don't write things down, shit's going to get hard and get hard quite quickly. Actually, poor, I don't know, but anyway, just, yeah. But, yeah, but anyway, things are going to get difficult. Mm. Do you mean, like, I don't know, what do you mean? Battling to get through the day when you say it's daily? Yeah, it's life a daily battle. Like, because you can wake up and think, am I going to feel pissed off today? Am I oh, really okay. happy? Like, what's your... Yeah. Again, it goes back to, I guess, your daily disposition as well. Like yeah. How, Half glass full, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I, if I'm honest, when I wake up in the morning, I don't even think like that. I, as in, like, I don't think, how's my day going to pan out? Not to say that like, yeah. you're going to think, how's it going to... But just how you feel. Because, you yeah. know, they got the... Um, uh, what's it? Oh, I forgot the word. But um, that story where it's like, oh, you could feed the the positive wolf or they feed the negative wolf. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like, who, who do you give more attention? What do you give more attention to? The, the dark or the light? The positive or the negative? I don't know. On, well, a, daily, I don't, on a daily sorry. basis. I don't know, but I definitely don't actively think negatively. But at the same time, I don't, I'm not like, wow, thank you for another, for the sun rising again today. My, like, I'm, not, I'm not like that either. I, I just feel like I'm, at a, I'm in a halfway house almost. Mm-hmm. Like I don't when I like I wake up on a day and I don't feel even when man gets up at six a.m. on a Sunday because mm. well you man up early crack dawn every day but when a man's up at six a.m. on a Sunday to go do my thing like I don't wake up and just think like take me now like I like <laughs> no 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 I don't be like no, I, what I, I, I who's taking you no, brother no 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 <laughs> I'm just saying French uh, scheduled his laugh for now boy no I just be like I just be like. There's a job to do. Let me get up and go. like. I don't. It doesn't. That's it doesn't a take me now. No, I don't. No, like, it doesn't. It doesn't fill me with negativity. Nourish like, me. No. I just, I just. I just. Yeah. I don't. I don't have. I don't have negative thoughts really. If I'm yeah. honest, like I don't. Okay. Like when it comes to like the daily life, if that makes sense. Mm. But at the same time, I'm not waking up thinking. Like and obviously, I know for my miss will say the same thing. She'll say like. You got oh she does say you got to look at what you have sometimes and this and that like she does say that to me to be fair she does she she does remind me that every now and again she'll just be like look what you have blah blah and I'll be like no nah, but there's more to you know what I'm saying yeah but she's like no nah. so, I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I slightly have or slightly do become a bit grateful because I think sometimes you can lose yourself or forget that you should be grateful for what you have um, I picked up um. A rider, in fact, two, funny enough, but I picked up one specifically, which it kind of like shocked me and took me back. And recently I've been, I've been like tweeting stories as to some of my rides and stuff like that. I got, they go quite far back actually. Um, but I'll explain obviously the reason why I do that. Um, the stories? Um, yeah. As to, so like some of my days and the events, I'll literally tweet about them. So I do it quite often, literally almost every day as to what I've been through, some funny events and all that type of stuff. Um, 
Anyway, so it's been quite eventful. Picked up a rider on Saturday, I think it was, and um, he began talking. In fact, he mentioned some people that you might be interested in. He talked about a, a guy called Dr. Oh, Dr. Something Myers. And also, um, anyway, I'll find the names anyway, as to them being... Um, anyway, I'll find the names very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, but the moment he started talking... I knew that he either wanted someone to talk to or he needed to talk. But yeah. he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't a weirdo or anything yeah, like that, yeah, any yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah. So I load my music and allowed him to talk. And he ended up talking to me about a lot of like self development, but at the same time, a lot of people who do a lot of public talking. And I hope, I hope to find the names in very shortly. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to have like a very, very good conversation. And then I don't want to say, he, he told me that he'd um, been in the Priory, which is um, yeah, rehab. Yeah, rehab center and all that type of stuff. And we we're talking about life just in general. And yeah. I think one of the first quotes or things he said when he got in the car was, he said something very similar to, every day above ground is a blessing mm-hmm. or something along those lines. And that's where we went into that conversation as to life and where we are at this moment in time. And then probably about half an hour like into the journey, he told me that his brother um, commit trigger warning. Like his brother committed suicide last summer. Mm-hmm. No warning, no nothing. And he said, even just saying it, he said he was like overwhelmed with emotion. He said, because like, he said like his brother probably knew that like his brother, he said, kind of said like, I'm trying to find the words, it's difficult to say. He said, his brother probably knew he could talk to me, but so he's still confused and baffled as to why he never reached out to him. Brother survived by a wife and kids, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess some of the things he went on to say was that, you know what I mean? Like, obviously he's grateful that he's still here, et cetera, et cetera. And like, as to the question you posed, you know what I mean? When I hear stories like that, you have to be grateful for, you, for what you have because I think what I wanted to say was, or what I wanted to think was, I'm very lucky, I think I'm very lucky, but I, I, I began to be a bit reflective as to the people around me because it's very easy to like, you may I think some of the things that we say on a day-to-day basis is, yeah, I'm good, blah, blah, blah. But you mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, X, Y, Z is good. I don't know. You know what I mean? I began to think about family quite close to me as to whether it is um, our parents and obviously my dad lives on his own. I have no idea like generally what his thoughts are on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know I see him two, three times a week, but what about those periods in between? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, like stuff like that, particularly on the weekend. I mean, you you get a bit of a, um, um, a, not a warning I forget what it is a reminder that you should be grateful for what you have but yeah no the people he mentioned was Dr. Wayne Dyer and yeah. Marianne Williamson okay. and he mentioned another book as well and I'll, I'll, the Addictive Personality he mentioned a book never heard of it I've yeah. heard of Dr. Wayne Dyer though yeah so he's come a, yeah. His work. yeah so yeah he mentioned those two people to me cool do you think because the guy <clears> that you picked <throat> up so he said that he made like a comment that every day above days do you think you have to have to appreciate you know you have to, to appreciate the light have to be through the dark, if that makes sense, or being in like a real dark place or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. To, to, to appreciate, to just wake up and be like, yo, thank you. I'm still yeah. here and living, breathing on here where I am now, if that makes sense. Well, that's why I think when it comes to like, um, I th- I'm sure we spoke about earlier in the season about like being in a constant state of happiness. Mm. Correct, yeah. Like, I don't think you could appreciate happiness if you're in a constant state of happiness. Uh, I think point. you do need dark days or, not to say I... Um, no, but I, I still think you, sh- you should have dark days because there's lessons to be learned from it. Like mm. There's lessons to be learned from having a dark day, as well as lessons to be learned from having a, having a happy day. But there's more to be learned from a dark day than there is because you've got more to overcome. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think being grateful for what you have, 
is is something I pra- try to practice daily with my um my journaling is just to be like whether it is the most simplest thing is like I'm grateful to hear the birds flipping chirp. Like, as you don't know, I've had that like, a couple of health issues or whatever recently. So when you've had that, you can appreciate life a lot more. Like if you had a near death experience, mm. you'll wake up and be like, right, do you know what? I'm glad I could get on my knees. I can bend down on my <coughs> knees today. I wasn't able to do that last week. Do you know what I'm saying? I was in, I was in the hospital bed, laid up, couldn't mm. move, couldn't do nothing for myself. So to wake up today and be like, all right, cool, I've got a long day ahead, but I can touch my toes. I can get rid of me. I can scratch my head. Mm. A few weeks ago, I couldn't do that. Do you know what I'm saying? And people are in positions where they can't do that ever again. So for me to wake up and be grateful for the most simplest things is a blessing. So I guess going back to the question, is it a daily battle? It can be because if you've been through hardships, you know that there's some days it's like, just, just, I just don't feel great today. Don't feel great. So I need to have this battle to make myself feel, if not happy, but just feel at a place where I can get through the day. Because a lot of people go through that where they're, they're in jobs or they're doing things that they may not necessarily believe that they should be doing in that point of life. So they've got to wake up and battle. It's a battle for them. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think it is. it can be a daily battle. And I just guess being grateful for the little things can help you get through that day as well do you know what I'm saying you know just on the subject of um, <clears throat> what you just said or just continuing on what you said what the guy went on to tell me was um, it's almost like a little message actually as to if you feel you can't talk to your family or friends he said like please reach out to the Samaritans as to talking with someone because mm. therapy you said like well therapy because we're talking about therapy therapy is very very good forget some of the stigmas that were there yesteryear mm. therapy is a very very good thing you know what i mean being able to talk with someone and, and um, to, to to either ask questions or to be or for someone to provide you with some answer if that makes any sense but as to um even the question yeah actually you know there, there are times when i don't want to go on the subject of scheduling and laughter but there are sometimes like oh so i know there's a couple of podcasts that have come out over the weekend i've scheduled like on wednesday when i go back to work i will then put them on because i know my mind will then be taken from what might be numbing, you know what I'm saying, in terms of like being on a road all day, et cetera, et cetera, you know what I'm saying? But some of it might be educational, some of it mm. might be funny. In fact, some of it often is quite funny. Mm-hmm. But I know my mind has been, I don't want to say taken away, but I think you understand the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I do understand that. But I mean, in terms of regards to being grateful, 100%. And even like, even it doesn't double down. I don't know if that's the correct term. I do find myself grateful actually, because I'm talking about being able to, the, being able to or having the ability to, having the ability, sorry, to solve problems. I do see people who actually are struggling to solve problems and being able to look back and think to myself, yo, because there's, there's times I've been on the ground, like face, mm. you know what I'm saying? But going through those things and now being able to be comfortable and confident to either <laughs> say or do and solve problems, that is a blessing. No, facts. Facts. Before we move on to the next chapter, is there anything else any one of you want to add? Anything? Any questions? No, 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 no. Cool. Chapter 17, The Moon of Confidence, How to Be Confident. No, no, no. I've got that written down. That's why. All right, cool. Security and confidence stabilize happiness. Therefore, they are important to establish. The way most people think is as as follows. The more I believe I can do something then the more confident I am. And that's on page 316. 
With this thinking, there are only two ways to increase your confidence. Either increase your ability to do something or brainwash yourself into believing that you can do it, even if you can't. And that's on page 317. Some important questions to help you understand the concept. But what if I could have done it better? Think about this logically. You cannot do it better than your best. Doing your best means that at the time that you tried, you gave it everything. So doing your best is different to achieving your best. They don't always go together. That's on page 319. How easy is it for you to accept at times your best isn't good enough? Um, I'm trying to think of an example because I quite like this bit of the book when it spoke about doing because it might have even been they might have done the example of the driving test and mm-hmm. just you you could you only do your best at that particular point mm-hmm. of time and that's that's it or a job interview something one of the two but anyway, um, I am. I can refer this actually to a job interview because I remember about a year ago, a year and a half ago, me doing a job interview, coming out of it, and actually, whether I got the role or not didn't concern me that much. It did concern me, but it didn't concern me as much because I came out of it thinking, yo, I gave my absolute best. Mm. Like, I couldn't have given any more. And I can accept now if I don't get that particular role because... I've given my best and I couldn't have given any more and I'm happy with what I've done. Yeah. And I didn't, and actually it was mad because I had the relief of that I've been through the interview and hadn't even discovered whether or not I'd got a positive or a positive outcome. Mm. But I was just happy because I was like, I'd done the best I could. Yeah. yeah. So, so me doing my best and not being able, me doing my best, but maybe not achieving something is good enough for me or that my best at that particular moment. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I've, Whereas, been, I've been yeah, through that. Yeah, still. yeah, similar, similar, yeah. similar thing still. So, yeah, so I agree with with that sentiment or that's that's that um that the that part of the section of the book about you know just doing your best at that particular time, that moment of time, just yeah. giving your best or doing your best, and that is it. Yeah. Like you don't. That's it. Like, don't you can't. It's 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 similar to run, running a race. I think it's, it makes an example about running a race. Yeah, like you may. That was the best time that you could do yeah. at that time. May not be your best time, mm. but at that time of the day or that time of the month or whatever it may be, mm. you put in your all, and that was the time that you got. So yeah, no, definitely. Do you know what? I don't like the race one's a good one, and maybe it was in the book, or it might be something that's fresh in my mind as to. <clears throat> I think someone said, "Who was it?" I can't remember, but someone said. It's something I've watched recently. I, I don't know why it's in the back of my mind mm-hmm. as to like them being very happy with where they are because they have no idea where I've come from as in terms of, um, I can't remember what it was, but I mean, in terms of you have no idea what, so my starting point, you have no idea where my starting point was. Yeah. So my success, whether it's, um, I'm going to just use an example of gold, silver or bronze. Yeah. Like if I got a bronze, you have no idea and where I came from. So this bronze for me is actually a gold medal in truth in in that. um, It's a phenomenal um, achievement in being able to um, achieve that, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, um, do I I struggle? I was trying to think whether I struggle with that. I don't think I struggle, struggle with that, but I guess like some of the examples I do have is that last year I was in Ghana doing one or two bits and pieces in regards to trying to start one or two projects and giving back this time around and even the way how I've explained to other people is I know this is a two, three year process where I'll go there two, three times in the next two, two, three years and each time things will get better. And I guess it's because I understand that 
yes, I'll give, well, I gave my best. It was as good as possible last year. I had COVID. So it was very difficult for me to recover and do things to a certain ability and also with the restrictions as well. This time around, I've learned, I've learned from my experiences following doing my best and I know actually how to actually improve upon obviously what I did. And again, following this year, I expect to then improve what takes place this year and hopefully go to another level. So I guess like, yeah, I think you have to certainly be happy and content with doing your best. But I guess maybe the the thing for me is, um, I don't know, I think you can not to even draw comparison, but I think even in, in doing your best, I think you can still see where there's room for improvement, mm-hmm. you know, and then potentially strive or go for that after, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. Collecting data. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I haven't got much else in terms of question-wise or quotes on this chapter, but I know you said that you had... Yeah, just a couple, actually, because it wasn't a big one. So it says, obviously, security and confidence stabilise happiness. Um, Confidence is found in your efficacy and doing your best, and which is true. Um, The chimp finds confidence in your ability and your human in doing your best. Um, to lessen the pressure, your best place in your confidence in doing your best and whatever you achieve, you can be proud of. If your confidence is found in how well you do something, you're best focusing on improving your ability to do so. Um, you can reward effort instead of achievement. Um, I think you mentioned achieving your best versus doing your best at the, yeah, versus doing your best at the time. Mm -hmm. Circumstances and experience may dictate this. Obviously we just spoke about that. And the last one, Um, which is very, very true and I think important to understand. Having unrealistic expectations, expectations of this mythical, sorry, having unrealistic expectations, expectations of this mythical being holds people back. Mm. Yeah, that's where you become ungrateful, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Ungrateful and, um, again, probably don't understand the concept or understand the fact that you've actually done your best. That's true. Um, anything else to add on that one? No, not from me. Hey. No, that's me. I'm done. Cool. Our right, last chapter, uh, chapter 18, the moon of security, how to develop security. Security is the need to feel safe in our surroundings and in our troop. The chimp will always look for external surroundings for its security. The human will look internally to beliefs for its security. And it's on page 325. Have you become more or risk averse, more or less risk averse through life? Um, I always confuse this risk averse and and the opposite to that. Um, for me, based on even some of the things I said a little bit earlier, of course there's a bottom, but I understand my bottom is not going to be, I'm not going to be homeless. Um, I have to hate to use that, you but I'd put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just, the, might offend people but I mean like I, I just, will never be homeless yeah I, I just did this. no I just know oh, I just know but it's, and also like not, not everyone is so fortunate unfortunately you know what I'm saying of course um, I forgot where we're going what was the question have you become more or less risk yeah so like the that. risk I take like I just know like what's the worst that can happen Mm. I forget where that phrase comes from, but I mean, so you wouldn't take more risks. Yeah, what what, what got to lose? Mm. I, I mean, there's some stupid things you can do, but I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, I just, I'm not gonna be homeless. I'm not gonna starve. <laughs> like, I'm gonna bathe. 
You know, the the, the the basic needs, the Maslow needs of hierarchy are there. <laughs> yeah. So what's the problem? Um, yeah. It's just, this is the way I, I kind of, I break things down. What's the problem? Mm. You know what I mean? And now, obviously, I think as I've got a little bit older, I've understand actually you can't go gung-ho. You know what I'm saying? Let's mm. be a bit more methodical. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what is the worst that can happen? And I guess... I don't want to talk in general, but I think there are a lot of people who do hang on, like the worst, in fact, the worst can happen with these individuals, mm. you know? And who knows, maybe they haven't got the comforts that I do. You sound very liberated. I, I'm free as a bird, mm. a sparrow. You know I mean? I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. So. I've become, um, what's the, I've become more risk averse, so I don't like to take many risks. Yeah. And it's mad because even now, um, I'm I'm willing to pay more just for I'm willing to pay or pay pay and or pay more for peace of mind. Mm. Like whereas before, take me about five, ten years, I'll take the little I'll take the little um shortcuts and that. Mm. Now, actually extra couple hundred, whatever it is, I just want that peace of mind. Like I, I in the last year and a half, and I'm trying to think of examples, I've paid for things that I either don't need or didn't or probably didn't have to, but for peace bought a car, bought a car a few months ago. Mm paid um, a couple hundred quid for AA to go out and do a proper inspection on the car and all mm. these kind of things. Take me about five, 10 years. I would have just taken my mate who's had a couple of BMWs in his life. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I just, it's that peace of mind. That means so much to me. Like now, just that peace of mind, that reassurance okay. is, a, is is just good for my own personal health. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like stress. I'm, no, I don't like it. I'm not good with stress. I'm not good with stress. Okay. Well, I don't like it. I don't become a nice person with stress. Okay. Like, and I've started to realise that I don't become a nice person with or too much stress mm. I don't become a nice person so actually if I, where I can alleviate or relieve myself of that um, I will um, and if that means paying for that then I will just because it's good for, for me and it's good for my stress levels and like me and my barber for instance will reason quite often mm. you're in there long enough you ain't got nothing else to do <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man! Like you know who it is. Come on, you much to do. But then, like, obviously, he's older, so man's gonna listen to him in it, yeah. and he's been through a lot in yeah, life. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, he's got life experience, and he's like, he'd be like, "Listen, listen, little brother." Like, he'd say something like that, and just be like, "My old man died of stress, like stress killing, stress." Like, and even if you go on them Google's and them, they'll tell you like search engines, they'll tell you like about stress can cause health conditions yeah, and. Yeah. I'm trying to alleviate myself as of of stresses as possible. So that's one of the things. And mm. obviously a certain part of um, taking more risks is that if it backfires, being able to deal with that and the stress that might come with that. So True. that's why I think I'm a bit more risk averse. If I've got like, for instance, with the, with cryptos and that, yeah, I'm not well advanced in the knowledge of it, but if I'm going to dabble, I need to know that I don't ever need to see that money again. Mm. Otherwise, I'm, I'm not gonna dabble. Um, I'm not gonna dabble in a way that like I'm actively like yo. Not that this has got to work, but yo, if I actually lose that dough, it's gonna be like fuck's sake, man. Like, man, like I don't want, I don't want that feeling. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I think um I take more calculated risks, whereas before the risks that I would take were just reckless, reckless risks. Yeah, so. I don't think I've become less risk. Like I'm willing to take a risk still. I'm still ready to to bet on myself or take a punt somewhere. Again, similar to in, in regards to the crypto, 
um, with that kind of investments, I at this as, at this moment in time, I don't I won't put a big load in terms of uh, money wise. Anyway, <coughs> I won't put I won't put a big a big load or a big punt on it. But I will dabble and kind of get my feet wet just to see what the play's like and if I think there's more possibilities for it to grow or I think okay I like what I'm seeing here mm. then I'll I'll go in a bit more so yeah it's just more calculated reasoning of of risk but I wouldn't say I've become less risk averse through life okay um did you have a question Pete? no I'm, I, I'm, I was gonna answer the question so like I think I'm sorry I just noted one or two things Mason said um it's funny actually in regards to shortcuts I often think anyone who wants to take shortcuts are lazy you know what I mean and they've and they've chose they've chose not to um either do enough research or they don't want to do enough research and I think that's more a slight on them rather than anything I don't think it's late because sometimes it's and I, I know what you're get, I know that because you're thinking of from a, you're looking at a certain point because sometimes people take shortcuts for because fi- they don't for financial reasons correct yes you know what I'm saying it might not be they're lazy it's just Yo, where can I make this hundred pounds saving or whatever? Because times are hard. Correct. Because if they had the money, they wouldn't take the shortcut. Correct. So that's one way of looking at it's, it. Yes, it, you, go on. Just to pick up on that whole um, shortcut thing, and um, I think it was Bill Gates, he was saying about he'd rather get someone that finds the shortcuts than someone that just does the job how they're meant to do it. Because the person that finds the shortcuts that you think, oh, well, they're lazy... No, they're finding a better way to do something. They're no. finding a more efficient way to do something. Okay, I'm glad you said that word, keyword efficient. Now, I guess maybe, so you both mentioned things which I think were correct actually, but maybe not necessarily what I was referring to. Mm. So like, I've either come across people or mm. know people who love a shortcut, but in that <laughs> shortcut, for me, all the box, not, I'm not saying every single box, I'm not one of those individuals, mm. but has everything been checked? Mm. I'm not saying perfect, you mentioned a car. Now, bro, you're not going over my car and not checking over the this, the that, the fact, but because it turns on, it's cool. <laughs> you know, you know, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. No, let's make sure these things are all done yeah. and then we can go about what we need to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I guess maybe just through, maybe through experience, I've realised actually in taking shortcuts, more often than not, you can actually miss things and you often have to go back mm. to go forward again. True. Um, but you're both right in what you said. And I think there was something else that you mentioned as well. No, you are. So um, brilliant. So like, you know, thinking maybe one of the early episodes, I think we spoke about is stress good. And I think I answered it in a way which, um, obviously I answered it in, in my way. Um, and I think Mason answered, I forget what Mason said mm. um, specifically. I know, uh, for me, I know that certain stresses can spur me on to just get on like, and do something. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I can't remember what you said, okay. but go on, Karen. <laughs> no, no, that's, yeah, but certain situations where I might feel a little bit of stress can just spur me on. But I think just now what I said was I can't deal with too much stress yeah. or, mm. or too much different stresses at once. Yeah, and I think, I guess, well, what I've kind of noted down was, um, I can't remember what I said in the previous episode, but I know it's different to what I'm going to say now. I feel when I'm stressed, I know I've unanswered questions. So I know I haven't answered this, something correctly. Mm-hmm. Or anyway, essentially I haven't answered something correctly or I haven't found the answer for a year and I need to find the answer so I can relieve that stress if that makes any sense. It may take time, but time is what I need to um, answer the question. Mm-hmm. Um, so but what was the question? <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> he strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, 
I saw my Mason. No, I was searching on Mason's. Um, <laughs> have you buck? Have you become more or less risk averse through life? I think I did answer that. Um, yeah, you did. So. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. But if there was another question that was, oh like, no, 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 I'm no, not no, aware no, of. No, I mean, no, go for no, it. That was that was it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got a problem with risk. Of course, um, I don't take as much risk as I used to, but yeah. I haven't got a problem with risk. I know there's a reward on the other side. Cool. The truth around risk and security. Security is relative. We live in a world that is in a constant state of change and it cannot exist in any other way. There is risk attached to everything we do. Mm. Feeling insecure from time to time is normal for a chimp. So expect it. Expect it and then take care of it. And that is the last of the book. Unless Mm -hmm. any of you got any more questions or statements to read out um no really mm-hmm. um just maybe one or two things um just on what you just said there mm-hmm. without overly doing so it's good to seek assurance feedback um and yeah. that might be within i forget the not you're not your chimp um your troop. your troop thank you that was the um the word i was looking for and um forget that anyway Mm-hmm. Um, in fact I'll read it anyway so the chimp concerns itself with external factors and likes familiarity the human concerns itself with the internal um, like beliefs the life the stone of life it understands change and that the world is in and the world is transi- transient change is a part of life try to find or encourage a compromise um, and last thing really I think I noted down one or two places of security so it talks about school um I don't know what that's about. Anyway, school, um, relationships, work, financial. Um, I don't know what these places are. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I've got injury and death. There's no security. There's no security. There's no security. In- <laughs> There's actually no security there. Absolutely no security there. <laughs> oh no! Is there, so what I wrote down was a list of places where security is important. So maybe you want. Security. <laughs> I don't know. It might be life insurance, hospital. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, uh, let's, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> that's season 13. <laughs> I think it is yeah. of um, the chimp paradox. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Please, uh, yeah, run, run that. Yeah, if you want to check out any of our previous seasons, they're on Spotify, they're on SoundCloud. You can check out some of our fully booked meets. Our, our separate segment to the to the um to the to the to the books that we review, um all good platforms SoundCloud, Spotify, Instagram, all of them full underscore underscore booked on Instagram and yeah, boom we out. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, share. share. Yeah, we care. <laughs> Peace. Tell me what you love.